this is the Free Crack Podcast. I am Sam. And I'm Callum. And I don't even know when the last time we recorded one of us. I've lost track. It's been fucking months. How are we all? Are we well? And not bad. You've grown a beard. I've had the beard a while. Uh, it's, a since... proper, it's a proper beard now. But I've had this beard since we started the podcast. Nah, so no, nah, it's very... No, nah, you shaved it. He, he, he's, it's always been there. It's just been patchy. I think he's uh, is it now finally, finally kicked in. Welcome. Puberty. Oh, to puberty, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome, yes. But with great beard comes great responsibility. You must understand this. Mm. But no, it's looking good. I usually, I remember like, our entire time at uni, I always ripped at you for your inability to grow a beard. I couldn't grow a beard. Yeah. And then I, I think what happened is I got the ability when I worked in um, hospitality. But because I worked in hospitality, I wasn't allowed any stubble. Really? So I always shaved. Is that a, is that a thing? Yeah. Oh, you know, you either allowed a beard on... Nothing. Oh, oh, right. Was that it? it? Was like one or the other. Yeah, so. we gonna. So you couldn't. You could. So you like, have to start work with a beard or never grow a beard. No, because I remember one guy took a week off so we could grow his beard. Fair. That's fair. And then he had enough hair for them not to shave it off. Yeah. Well, I I've always had a beard. When I, when I worked in the pub, I always had some form, of, unless it was I shaved it off for a show or something, which I did a few times. Um, how do they gauge that though? Like. Is it sitting like get a ruler or yeah, your team know? leader comes in with a, just a measuring stick I don't know. under three millimeters? No, no I don't remember because uh, they had like the rusty razor in the staff bathroom for anyone. Oh, and it was like it was God. the same razor, and it was there the entire time I worked there. And that was like a good like two, three years. Jesus, what? And so if your if the, if your like team leader deemed that your stubble was of an unacceptable level, you had to go and fucking shave it off. Yeah, yeah he shaved you. But, <laughs> Tied you that's to the bullshit, chair. Man. That, that, that's a plot of an episode of Black Books, isn't it? When they try and make Manny cut his hair off in the bookshop next to the... It is. I, yes. yeah, I don't need you to tell me. I know it is. I've, <laughs> I've seen Black Books enough. Book no, that's grim, store. though. Isn't that like... Uh, I don't even know. That's... Yeah, okay, fair enough. That you need to be smart and stuff and presentable for the customers, but stubble's not disheveled. There was a, there was like, a reason it? for it. I remember him trying to explain it. It was something to do with one. It makes no sense because like, well, the stubble might get in the food, but surely if you've got yeah. a long beard, it's more likely to get yeah, in the food. Yeah, I had a, there was a, a chef at a pub I used to work at that insisted that his staff weren't allowed to have beards in case they shed into the, the food and stuff. But I worked in the kitchen and I had a full beard the entire time I worked in the kitchen <laughs> and no one ever said shit to me. I don't know why. A lot of places but make you wear hair nets yeah, on your beard. Beard nets. Yeah. They've got the, the, the hair nets are for your hair. The, the beard nets are. I just assumed hair. that they were the same ones. Just no, no, down. no, no. They were, they were a completely different type of uh, netting. Yeah, yeah. Because, well, they've got to go over your ears. Imagine you're like, you're like your face mask and you've got your, your loops for your face mask. Mm-hmm. Well, imagine that, except it's sort of a net situation. So, I, were you I, pretty that's much. beard net. So are you saying people with beards who worked in hospitality were prepped for lockdown? More or less, yes, more or less. Um, but no, I never, I never wore one. And like I said, I used to work on a carvery, so I was very visible. It wasn't like I was squirreled away in the kitchen peeling potatoes or something. I was. You just there plucking the hair out <laughs> and dropping it on the lamb. <laughs> to some customers, yeah, they probably got a couple fucking old customers, old people at carveries are the fucking worst. I once had someone complain the ice cream was too cold. <laughs> that's the that's the benchmark of customer complaints that you get working at a carvery in fucking where was it Killingworth? I remember Ugh. when you worked there. That's going back a while. Yeah, that's going back a is long time. Is that not where you met your wife? It is where I met my wife. She wasn't working there. She was a customer, but yes. Was but it did it? you put hair in her beard? Like hair in her beard? Yeah, hair, in her, <laughs> hair in her food. If I did, then it didn't bother her because you know we're married and have a child now. So there you go. What have we been up to then? Anything interesting, Alan? What about no, I don't do anything interesting. You won some <laughs> photography awards. We know this. We've that, got them no, right that, in front of us, that's Alan. That's not since. Uh, that's that, what's that? I mean, that's it's not 20, since it's the twenty twenty one season, is it not? Twenty twenty to twenty twenty one. That's yeah. uh, that's still now, isn't Those it? Have, no, we're past that season. No, like, new so. coming digital. Have, I don't know how the photography season runs. Is it like I'm the sure. financial year? It runs April to April. Um, is that what it is, or does it run January to January? No, pretty. I think it's pretty. It's not quite April to April, but it's not far off there. Yeah, oh. hey, I'm sorry. You need to big up. Uh, Nut hatch in the forest, Alan. I uh-huh. like, uh, highly commend it. Nut hatch in the forest is a very nice picture. I think we should sell that as merch. Free crack. Free crack. And then just that little nut hatch. <laughs> I mean, Free crack. You've got evening hunt. Look, it's a nut hatch. Evening hunt. Yeah. 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 
But yeah, so that's it. You've done nothing interesting since uh, the last time we had a podcast. It's been a while. It's been months, Callum. No, all right, no, Callum. Anything? <laughs> I've had a nice holiday to the lakes. To the lakes. Nice. Where about yeah. in the lakes? Um. Oh God. I had Bonas, and then have stayed around Bonas, yeah, yeah. and then went around everywhere else in the lakes around <laughs> there. <laughs> um, so, uh, based in Bonas, but then went all the other places. Yeah, yeah. But like, yeah. on the lake, there was like a boat, so yeah, you yeah, could, yeah, yeah. could uh, travel. There was a steam train. That was pretty exciting. Yeah, I like the lakes. It's been a while since I first. The first time I ever went, there, I was. I was 17 the first time I went to the lakes. I'd never, ever been to the Lake District before, which was strange because I was in the Scouts, and you'd think Lake District, that's a really good place to go in the Scouts. Uh, but no, I'd never been, and I went to um, Amble. And I stayed uh, in Amble, and it was fucking Ooh. excellent. Did you... I I do like Amble. It's, yeah. uh, did you go to the, the Fish Shack? I don't know. I don't think I went to the Fish Shack. Fish Shack's very good. Yeah. There's also the... Old boathouse. Uh-huh. I think I might have gone there. There's there's, yeah. there's two restaurants on the harbour. Yeah, so it's two. Uh-huh, uh-huh. It might have been there. Uh, there's a good ice cream place called Spirelli's. Uh, shout out to anyone from Spirelli's <laughs> if you're listening. <laughs> but I hear their ice creams a bit cold. Oh, Callum, I hear you went to uh, Dora Wordsworth's grave at Grasmere. I did. Um, I went over to Ingrashmere. There was well, well Ingrashmere. They have William Wordsworth's grave. Yeah, yeah. I've been it's there. like watching Grasmere. No, they, uh-huh. they also do some really good gingerbread. To be fair. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and then we also figured out from going there that uh, his daughter's grave is a lot more elaborate and more interesting to look at. Well, yeah, because she she got the inheritance, didn't she? Mm-hmm. She's going to spend it on her grave. She's not going to spend it on his grave. engraved with like yeah. some animals in the corner. Yeah. He's now the picture of a. Uh, a free crack group chat. Oh God, yeah, is that, that's what that is. Isn't yes, it? yeah. Yes, yeah sure he, is. uh, John decided he wanted more <laughs> Dora. The girl of you know what it is? I don't actually like Wordsworth that much. I studied him when I was in sixth form. Him and uh, Coleridge. I prefer Coleridge to be honest. And I don't, I don't like poets at all, like generally speaking. But out of those two, I prefer Coleridge's stuff to Wordsworth. I did not study. No Wordsworth. No, who I? Seamus Heaney. Seamus Heaney, yeah. William oh, Blake. Duffy. That, that was GCSE though, wasn't it? I didn't do A-level. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I, didn't oh, I did. Yeah, I did all them, but then we had to do more poetry oh. in fucking sixth form. See, I had Tennyson and, Tennyson and Blake. No, no, we didn't do them. No, we did Wordsworth and Coleridge and then World War One poetry. Because there's fucking loads of that. <laughs> 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 fucking loads of Wordsworth. Uh, World War One poetry. But yeah. That's, that's, that's going back a bit. So what's been happening elsewhere in the world? A lot been going on. Currently, obviously, uh, the Labour Party is waging war on its own members. Oh, yeah. Trying to re- you've been reduce keep, the... You've been keeping up with that, Alan? Have you votes? seen that? I have seen it in passing. Yeah. So the, the uh, Labour Party under Ed Miliband in 2014 amended their election rules so that... Um, Every member had a vote, and every member's vote counted as one towards electing a leader. Like a democracy. Like a democracy. Um, rather than the kind of weird electoral college thing that they used to have, where an MP uh, actually had as many votes as it was, it was like 2,000, 3,000 members mm-hmm. or something like that. So an MP's vote counted for a lot more than a single member's vote. And that changed because that's fucking ridiculous. Um, we got Corbyn. We got Corbyn. And now, now that they have Keir Starmer, they're wanting to change it back to the way it used to be, where MPs now hold all the power rather than the members holding all the power. Callum, your thoughts? I think it's a complete slap in the face. And <laughs> if I, I, I legit, it's, it is the Blairites trying to hold on to power. And they don't see it. They accused of the left of the left of the left, uh, the left um, of trying to kill the party. It's what they're doing. Yeah. They're literally shooting the membership. They're trying to win back voters uh, who they class as working class voters, like the Red Wall, um, the people who started voting Tory. Mm-hmm. And you're not going to win them back. Those vote, in my opinion, those voters are gone for at least a generation. Like might Maybe their children might sway. You might get one or two of them, but the majority of them... Like if you listen to them, you speak a lot to people on, like on Twitter. They're never going to vote Labour again. No. And no. like it or not, 
working class people tend to stick to their guns. Yeah, the true. North Remembers, for example. Mm-hmm. Um, well, well, about 20 years, yeah. and then they forget conveniently. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. the people who were voting for them, they're now shooting in the foot. Like, yeah, so there's, uh, there's, uh, there's a lot of members who... They didn't vote for Keir Starmer. They didn't like Keir Starmer's politics. They would prefer a more socialist uh, leader, someone like Rebecca Long Bailey, who was on the who was on the ticket, obviously. Um, so, you know, he said he was going to be extending a a branch to those and trying to unite the party. He kicked them out. I don't know if this is the best way to do it. I don't know if then, you know, reducing saying, okay, your vote means a lot less than my vote because you're not an elected MP. That's not going to do anything for party unification, is it? Not at all. Not at all. But what about all of the culling? Yeah, exactly. There was that as well. Like, I'm surprised I'm still in, to be fair. <laughs> to be fair. <laughs> I could have, you know. <laughs> like, I, I, we could play in surprise. I was thinking about cutting my own up. I well, no, no. Mm. I'll see if they cut mine up first. Right, okay. But, however, I seriously think that if he pushes through with this return to the electoral college kind of way of voting for leaders, I'm probably going to, I am going to leave. I am going to leave. Because there's no point being part of a party who doesn't consider the people who pay towards it exactly the party is the membership that is what that's what that's what it was when i joined that's what it was under corbyn that's thousands and thousands of people who joined that was why they joined because the members had the power the mps were beholden to the membership and that's a good way of that's a good way of running a party regardless of who you know your own personal politics if you want to be part of a party then you have to represent the people who are paying for it and that's not what that's not what Starmer and his people are doing. Have you seen kick Ken Loach out? Yeah, that was fucking bullshit. Because Ken Loach has been one of the most, you know, loudest voices for social you know, standing against social injustice for decades. Do you know why they kicked him out? Yeah, they kicked him out because he fucking he probably went on an interview or quoted someone who was slightly more oh, no. left wing. He said it was a witch hunt and he refused to condemn Corbyn. That well, yeah. Yeah, that sounds about right, doesn't it? <sighs> they should be letting Corbyn back in, though. Like, I don't know why he would want to go back, to be perfectly honest, but they have absolutely nothing to... Well, it's interesting... Because he, he, was, he was reinstated by the NEC. Have you seen all the stuff about, like, the Corbyn conference and stuff he already pretty much sold out? Well, like, is he doing uh, his own conference? Oh, no, not his own conference, but his talk. Oh, right, sure. Apparently, yeah, yeah. like, thousands of people have been requesting things, yeah. and, like, Keith Starmer, you can just walk in. Yeah. <laughs> like... <laughs> yeah, I just... I don't... I, I don't know, man. Like, I can't... I can't see Labour being an electoral force but against the Tories the uh, in... I don't know, for at least at least another generation, another 10 years. Maybe, maybe longer. Like, there's anyone l- right-wing so- leaning who, for some reason, yeah. is listening to us... And I'm like, we hate oh, you. Settle in. <laughs> to be fair, you've got the next few elections. Yeah. And it just, it just, it, it, it's, it's very sad, and it makes me very, very tired. And there's, there's just, there was so much work that Keir Starmer had to do when he was elected leader, and he adopted to do none of it. He did none of it. Um, he hasn't united the party. I think his, the divides now are even more. Uh. They're even wider than they were under Corbyn. Um, mostly because, you know, the, the the membership was behind Corbyn. Twice elected democratically by the membership. The second time with an even bigger mandate than he had the first time. Um, and he extended, you know, gestures of peace and goodwill to those more to the centre of the party. And they spat in his face. And now Keir's not even extended anything to the left. He's just hung them all out to dry. It's not a party for socialists anymore. And the only thing is, if, if if the membership were to leave and go and try and run their own party, all they would do is, you know, split the Labour vote. Yeah, that's the annoying thing. That's the thing. I mean, I'm a reluctant Labour voter now. Yeah. I will vote for Labour because it's the whole thing from when we were in uni. Yeah. And we talked about, I remember mm-hmm. this conversation we had of, you vote for the lesser of the evils. And at the time, you were telling me to vote Lib Dem. Yeah, and I'm yeah. like, and I, I said this argument: you can't vote for Lib Dem because it will just be a vote for the Conservatives. Mm. And in that election, it totally was. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, um, yeah, 
that like any vote away from Labour is a vote for well at the moment Boris, mm-hmm. and he's not going to go anywhere anytime soon. Wow. Unless Cummins has got something else up his sleeve. He probably does. I know Cummins might be running out of ammo, though. Yeah, I I certainly feel more passionate about keeping the Tories out than putting the Labour Party in. Mm. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean... But it's a case of, you know, are they both now cut from the same cloth? I wouldn't say... You know, I mean, I... I'm not looking forward to Labour's next manifesto. I know for damn sure it's not going to be anywhere near as progressive or as uh, groundbreaking as Corbyn's manifesto was. I know it's probably going to be, you know, maybe Boris's manifesto. Well, Boris, the Tories didn't have a manifesto last election, did they? I can't remember. You know what it is? I can't remember. It was a traumatic time. More to the point, I I can't see... Labour's manifesto, you know, promoting anything particularly radical or something that I would believe in as much as I did about the the twenty nineteen. Put it this manifesto. way, I, I I would be more. Well, I don't see the current Labour Party doing anything more socialist than the Tories currently thinking about nationalising the power, <laughs> and that like. <laughs> Uh-huh. All these things that they told that Labour couldn't do because it was too expensive, then the Tories go and do it themselves. Look at that. They did a trial run of universal basic income with fucking the furlough scheme. That worked. Uh, you know, they've nationalised the trains. Oh, no, you can't do that. They're trying, they've been looking to nationalise. Well, they didn't nationalise them or are they bailing them out, though? The power companies. No, I saw no, not, I saw talk of bailing them out, not nationalising them. I think they're nationalising them. I might be wrong. Alan, yeah. can you fact check? I can. Because I, I, I know this shouldn't be what I base my facts <laughs> on, but there was a meme on Facebook <laughs> where people were like, the banks, we bailed them out. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, 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 the, yeah. Something else, one. we bailed it out. The railway, we nationalised it. But why? Because who knows why? Yeah. I think I saw there's there's two energy companies have gone bankrupt today. Green? Yeah, and Arvo. They're um, both quite small, but Avro they were the someone. cheaper ones. Yeah, well, not, not even the cheaper ones. They are the greener ones, obviously. Because green. green supply. Um, but yeah, they're the ones that do more sustainable energy solutions, and they've been allowed to go bankrupt. Um, who knows who will be next? Who knows which ones will get bailed out, which ones will... Not, I'm currently with Octopus, and their Octopus are pretty good. I'm just waiting for it to go back to the 70s and all of those power cuts. <laughs> Do you remember the chaos we were going to have under Labour? I remember, yeah. All these things were going to take us back to the, you know, and now that now that the, uh, the Conservatives are in, we've got loads of things back that we had in the 70s. Child poverty. Yeah. Yay. Oh, no, but they redefined that, remember? Oh, did they? Yeah, yeah. They changed the definition of child poverty. To what? Um, so that our current country doesn't fit it, <laughs> but um, yeah, pretty yeah, sure the United, pretty sure the United Nations said that like the UK has pretty fucking abhorrent child poverty. No, you yeah, did. I'm that's when, that's when the UK yeah. government changed our definition. Well, no, 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 it's not. Look, when, yeah, but you just changed yeah. that yourself. That's, yeah. oh, same yeah. as same as same as the Conservative Party said. Look, there's no racism in the UK. Here's the report that we did about us to prove that there's no racism fucking bullshit man but yeah this is what i was saying before i'm so exhausted with the with everything with all of politics now there's nothing that i see that gives me any kind of hope for the future i'm about ready to fully withdraw from politics altogether and not follow it and not be interested in it like i was when i was a fucking teenager because <laughs> <laughs> i get less it's the same people like why, why you know people who like football and they put their heart and soul into their favourite team, right? And their team does shit. And their team does shit week after week after week after week. And all it does is piss them off and bum them out. Because this is their life. I feel kind of the same, you know? We were very, very passionate about politics, about, you know, a progressive new government under Corbyn with, uh, you know, with the Labour Party. And now I'm just like, you know, you see them just doing shit thing after shit thing that's not what we kind of envisaged and it's just like oh if i didn't 
care as much, I'd probably be happier. Yeah. That's that's where I'm at. I don't know where you're at. Well, I think it just shows how the the gaps we now have in the podcast. Like yeah. we used to record, like we used to nearly record. Like there was one time when we, I think we recorded twice in one week. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And yeah. now it's just, oh, there's so much going on. It's so disheartening to talk <laughs> about. Like, yeah, it's horrible. You know what? What we had recently, we had Angela Merkel Af- stepping down yeah. this week. Yeah, yeah. That, Afghanistan. Oh yeah, that's quite yeah, a, that a much bigger deal. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's where Callum's like, okay, what well, what's important to me? Angela Merkel stepping down, Afghanistan, what's more? Oh, I'm going to have to go well, with the German lady. Well, you say that, but what's going to be the effect? Because she held power for 16 years uh-huh. and kept everyone pretty much happy. But let's not forget, like, the whole we can, uh, what, we, what was your catchphrase when the migraine crisis was going on? And we can handle this, we can... We can do this, like, and we can have the, t- the millions of uh, migrants and the people, well, refugees as well, the people fleeing. And um, it led to a rise in the far right. But she still won. Mm. So it'll be interesting to see how the election goes when she's gone. How is Germany going to go? The stable force in the European Union. That's the, the voice. Well, when there was like, arguments going on and world leaders couldn't decide, she was there mm-hmm. and she made sure decisions got made. He made people sit down. It's it's gonna be, mm. it's gonna be linked. Like the whole thing, like Angela Merkel stepping down and Afghanistan, they they're gonna have they're gonna mm. tie together. It's gonna affect us all. And that new arms deal we've got at the moment with Australia. Oh, the Australia US UK. They've got a stupid acronym for it. That's just the first couple of letters of every country mashed together. Yeah, what's that? That's that's like a, a submarine nuclear deal, much bigger, or something to like. That's the start of the deal. Yeah, but and France it, is miffed. Uh-huh. So okay, so the deal is, um, it's been very secret. Where a lot of these kind of deals, usually people are aware of stuff going on, a bit of negotiations. This has been very hush hush. Now, France was going to provide Australia with a replacement submarine, like upgraded submarines of like their more, I don't think it's diesel, but it's a, a more traditional source of power, what they currently use. Sure. And diesel uh, electric. D- yeah, diesel mm. electric. Mm-hmm. And there was a, like a proper, a lot of money was in this deal, and it's been set up for a while. And now, as part of this new deal, they've withdrawn from that, and they're now getting nuclear submarines from America, and supported by the UK. Well, I don't know what, how we're linked to this. I think we were the middleman <laughs> who negotiated it. And um, um Commonwealth won't it? Like Australia is still part of the Commonwealth, mm-hmm. so I but, don't know if they have any kind of But this is a much bigger thing know. because why is Biden doing it? Why is Biden giving nuclear submarines to another country? It has, this hasn't happened mm. in so a long, long time. They're yeah. the first country not to have their own ability to make nuclear fission. They can't they haven't had a nuclear power plant or anything. We had nuclear submarines. Why mm. do you think that is? Well, it'd be it's China, isn't it? Yep. It's like to it's it's the Cuban Missile Crisis all over again. Like the the they, they put some kind of deterrent much much closer to China, so that if anything ever boots off with China, well, it's all right. We can nuke you much quicker than you, you can nuke us. Okay, that's slightly different though, because these aren't nuclear submarines. They're powered by nuclear, but they don't have nuclear weapons. Oh, right. Okay, sure, sure, sure. Um, sure. I, would, I, I mean, that would be the next step, though. Oh, surely that would well, be Well, there's a lot of packs going in, and that's why we're there, because we're going to provide a lot more ships in the Pacific as well. And China, naturally, isn't happy about it. I'm not happy about it. It seems like, uh, well, so it's, what, what, what we're doing is we're now funneling money into more military things. Oh, yeah. You know, That's whereas okay. we I'm not be, against it. I'm not against, uh, I think you do need a military force to a degree. Yeah, but why do we need to start flinging them all over? Why can't, I don't know, well, it's the, same, it's the same thing about Trident, you know. Trident provides lots of jobs, yada, 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 yada. But what is the point of having a nuclear system if the only point of it is to launch the nukes after we've already been fired on? That's lo- not a deterrent, is it? I would love to know what's written in that envelope on the submarines. <laughs> Did every prime minister write an envelope for the captains of the nuclear submarines with the orders in if we get wiped out mm. and what to do? 
and like you can imagine with like like just let's go to Theresa May. I imagine it'd be probably still the same outcome, mm. but a bit more world like uh, like probably think colder, of your family a bit colder, oh, yeah. yeah, kill them all. <laughs> <laughs> It's just a picture of Emperor Palpatine, and that's what it is. Where with Boris, he's probably like, oh, press the big red button. Like. Yeah, it'll be some nonsense. I like, I like the idea. I um, I was watching the um, compilations of Sean Locke, may you rest in peace. Oh, um, yeah. mm-hmm. But <laughs> one that he has on, uh, on 8 out of 10 cats does Countdown, where he's, uh, you know, planning a magic trick and uh, he gives the uh, the card to uh, Rachel Riley and it's like those letters are going to be in that card oh, yeah, and it's... yeah yeah beam rules wasn't it <laughs> yeah beam rules yeah. <laughs> just a christmas card yeah. <laughs> <laughs> imagine getting the nuclear order dear sandra merry yes. christmas love boris ah Ah, uh, <laughs> totally something I can see happening. Though, Imagine totally Sandra right. opening that on Christmas yeah. Day. <laughs> <laughs> Kill the <them> ball. <laughs> Just frantically looking around the house for a nuclear button that someone stashed. Uh, no, yeah. So okay, we're giving, we're helping the US give submarines to Australia, so Australia can keep an eye on China. It's a but it's a massive loan. Um, I say short-term loan. Short-term it's, loan. Th- that's what this article says and it's short in load confused that could run run into the 2040s i mean it's 20 years short term these days is it i don't i, I don't know my what the, my rent is a short term let and that's like six months i don't know I, I don't know what the service life of a nuclear powered submarine is <laughs> i'd say quite a while probably yeah i mean how long have we had trident <laughs> 20, that was 20, the last 20, 20, that was the last time they traded Cameroon to the 20, Americans. Was it twenty years? We had Trident. Was Trident Trident's been around since what? Is it the nineties, eighties, nineties? I don't fucking know. Either way, obviously there's that. Um, do you remember, do you remember when Corbyn was doing the debates where mm-hmm. everyone was asking him, "Oh, you're gonna press the button? You're gonna press the button?" And they were getting really pissed off at him because he, he he didn't say that he would fucking burn thousands hundreds of thousands of people in a nuclear attack okay and then there was the last that stood up and was like yeah i'm getting a bit pissed off with people wanting to commit nuclear holocausts is that on question time that was on question time yeah it was it was the the leaders debate where they didn't actually stay on stage at the same time because theresa may wouldn't debate corbyn um but yeah well this is just like heading straight into like i mean i've heard i saw owen jones talking about is this going to be a new cold war well, that's what China's saying. Yeah. And France is really, really miffed. Because they said this has never happened to any of the like NATO allies before. This is a big deal. I mean, deal they're rightfully miffed. It. I mean, how pissed off would you be if you offered to lend someone your nuclear submarine and they said, oh, no, no, I want America's nuclear submarine. I'd be pissed off. I'd be, well, yeah, they I'd were, be to be fair, be... France wasn't offering them a nuclear submarine. And apparently... Or, uh, like there was a lot of um, misunderstandings with the deal. Like there, there wasn't as straightforward. Like the French and the Australians kept falling out, um, a little bit. <laughs> there was like apparently the Australians kept getting miffed over things like the French taking hour long lunch break. That was legit one of the complaints. That's, that's, one of the, that's standard, isn't it? I take an hour for lunch. Every oh, fucking day I take lucky an hour for you, I get half an hour, whatever long I work. Yeah, I, I, work. I, I work from home, though, so... I, I, I get half an hour and I get no, home. Oh, you poor bastards. I know. I get an hour. I could, I could, if I wanted, I could have two hours. If I desperately wanted to, and I used to. When we first started working from home. I used to have a little sleep in my break. It was oh, excellent. Nice. It's very nice. But yeah, so I, I, I don't see how this helps anybody. Does this help us? Do we get more money? There's more going on. It's a bigger deal. This is just the first stage of it. Yeah. There's a lot they haven't disclosed. It just sounds like posturing. It's, you know, America, UK, Australia flexing against whatever potential threat China may or may not pose. I don't know. I'm not saying that the Chinese government are completely, like, you know, all 
they're totally cush. We all love the Chinese government. But, you know, they're probably just as shitty as the rest of the governments yeah. of the world. To be fair, they do commit genocide a bit more it's, openly. Yeah, I'm sure, no, well, I say openly. They, they've definitely got camps at yeah, the moment. Yeah. But uh, they deny, but we've got it on the satellite. Yeah. So, so let's not pretend that... This, well, I do think there needs to be some precautions against the Chinese government. Mm-hmm. But I'm not sure if this is the right way of dealing with it. Because not only are we prodding what's the what's the poke term? the bear poking the bear we're also peeing off our own allies yeah and um, who do we have to deal with it now do you know who our current foreign secretary <laughs> is <laughs> well she's definitely pork, not killing pork, pork. <laughs> do you reckon she's selling tea to china tea. now oh jesus fuck least trust yeah, man, you couldn't uh. make it up how has she got foreign secretary to be fair though Boris Johnson used to be the foreign secretary. But I know why he got it. That was Theresa May saying, well, you said this, so I'm going to put you in this position. You are, you you want to do this. You're, if you say Brexit's going to happen, you can be the foreign secretary. Your head can roll, but it just didn't happen that way, did it? Not at all. Not at all. Uh, the reshuffle was a nice distraction, to be perfectly honest, from all of the other fucking terrible things that were happening. Uh, although I'm happy that Gavin Williamson is gone. That filled me with joy. Who's replaced him? Um, oh, is it... He used to be the... He was the vaccines minister. I don't know his name. Bald guy, glasses. While Alan's looking that up, can yeah. we just talk about the new culture minister? Oh, fucking... Most no. well-known for eating like a turkey anus. Or something Jesus like that on I'm a Nadine, celebrity. Nadine Doris. Is it Doris? Mm-hmm. Doris? Doris? Who is it? Nadine Doris. No, no. Oh, education. It's Nadim Zahawi. Nadim Zahawi. Yeah. Which, to be perfectly honest, he's been okay when he's been like in interviews talking about vaccines and stuff. There's been some times where he's looked pretty thick because he was saying that there was thousands more people being vaccinated or tests being done than there were. But um, certainly, you know, a, a dead fucking cat would be an improvement over Gavin Williamson. Um, but yeah, Dory's this culture secretary. I can't see going well at all, considering she. Um, well, didn't she come off? Didn't she come off Twitter because people were being mean to her? Is that right? Yeah, I'm sure there was because I went on Twitter to. I don't know. She said something something thick, and I went to go and. She said something some about comparing. Hilariously witty comment to her, and I couldn't find her Twitter. It had been shut down. I believe you said something along the lines. Oh, I can't remember the exact wording, but it was to do about it. Yeah, uh, is it racist if I confuse two white people? Does yes, that was it. Yeah, yeah. He was like, yeah. She said, "What if I got these two white men mixed up? Does that make me racist?" I'm like, oh, a little bit. <laughs> 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 yeah, it does. You know. No, I can't see. I don't know why has she been put there. Why? Well, like, you know, she's been. She was. She, I can't. I can't remember. She was minister for someone else. It was. Was it disability? I think she was in charge of something like that. Um. No, it's just it's a shower of shit. But like I say, it was a distraction because there was more important things going on. Uh, you know, the cut to universal credit, which is going to leave the poorest people in the country down 80 quid a month there was the, the energy bills going up energy bills going up there was the increase to tax basically the thing, every, can we just say the manifesto pledge yeah they did have a manifesto because that was one Absolutely, of their pledges yeah. every, not to raise tax every single thing that the conservatives that boris johnson in particular has said would not happen has happened can we do a break in the Good Friday Agreement as well? Can we throw that in? That, yeah. Just so you see why I get frustrated and upset and annoyed and just in despair at our current political landscape because everything is fucking shit. And there's no alternative. And there's no alternative, and there's no way it's going to get any better for the next, I mean, ten years minimum. Yeah. But even then, like. People, I mean, Keir Starmer's approval ratings in the fucking toilet. I mean, fuck knows why. Yeah. Because when he's got when he's up against Boris, because he's got no opinions. No one likes him. I guess he's just he's he's. It's he's, almost as if when you he's ice cream before they add the vanilla, isn't he? He's just the base 
level. It's just milk. When you <laughs> when they own it, cold it's just milk. cold. Not even cold milk. It's before they freeze it properly. It's just milk. Well, I think he's got it wrong. Well, he's taking the fight, but he's taking it to the members of his own party to yeah. go back to what we were on earlier, yeah. rather than fighting the Tories. He's also, I don't know if you saw today, he's advocated for um, trans women to be restricted oh. from some women-only spaces oh, at the he, Labour Party he, conference. Oh, uh, interesting. Yeah, yes, he's come down on, on, on uh, Rosie Duffield's side on, on that particular one. Um, and uh, once again, we'll end up probably pissing it off and alienating a lot of his Did he learn nothing from J.K. Rowling? Apparently not. Um, so, yeah, I don't see I don't see this thing getting any better. This thing being our country and way of life um, <laughs> getting any better anytime soon. So I am probably just going to retreat and just go back into, I'll just write funny things on Instagram, Are you which gonna is what I'm doing at the minute. <laughs> insulate yourself? Ah, that was uh, a nice segue there, uh, Very good. Shuffle, shuffle. Very good, very good. Uh, I'm interested to hear your thoughts on this. I'm interested to hear everyone's thoughts on this because... Now, I'm assuming, mm. well, depending when this gets uploaded, um, but everyone's aware what's happening like on the motorways at the moment. M25 specifically. Yep, where uh, the protesters um, are blocking the roads and stopping traffic. Yes, who I found out aren't Extinction Rebellion. They're not. I thought it was Extinction Rebellion, but it's not. It's another group called Insulate Britain. Yes. Is that what it is? Yes. Um, and there are uh, several protesters who are they go out and sit down in the middle of the M25. Mm-hmm. And they stop traffic from moving at all and cause huge tailbacks going back miles and miles and miles. Um, yeah. What do you think? I'm re- well, I, I have a lot of opinions. I think their message, great message. Mm-hmm. I think their delivery and their protest is the wrong thing altogether. Now, I'm not against protest and disruptive protest no, to no, a degree, no. because without it, women wouldn't have the vote. Mm-hmm. Uh, the civil rights movement wouldn't have happened. But those movements plan on winning people over. When you stop most people from doing their daily living and like you're stopping like the normal person you are trying to win over you're not helping your cause if anything you're working against it and it's really it's weird i'm finding myself agreeing with people i really hate right and i think a lot of people who post stuff who i follow yeah because i hate the stuff they post and i like to correct them and they're posting (laughs) stuff i'm like yeah, well, you've got a point. Yeah. <laughs> like, and I can't help but think, I'm looking at the people on the road, I'm like, you privileged bastards. Like, they're all, re- oh, I'm not saying they are, but they all look pretty much all, retired yeah, and look, quite well off. They all look old. And, they, and <laughs> the arrogance what, of it, when people, but, and obviously the thing which has been thrown out is the woman who's now paralyzed from yeah. having a stroke sure. in her ambulance she's delayed six hours because yeah. so no that's not not true oh what oh no ooh, facts so <laughs> oh facts me and alan were talking about I've this got earlier to justify myself being here you know no so her son was worried about ambulance delays uh-huh. so opted to drive her and was caught up in the traffic sure right okay now I mean, they're literally... But, I mean, she still was left paralysed. That part is true, right? Yes. Yes, okay. But it was because he was stuck in traffic. He was stuck in traffic. Not that they were waiting for the No, the, the right. ambulance ended up coming from the sky. One of the sure, yeah, air ambulances. I didn't think an a, a, like a, a road ambulance, would, <laughs> like a magic school to, bus. You know, like, I was just, just going <laughs> to clarify it was a helicopter ambulance. No, I knew that. That's yeah. fine. You know, um, the air ambulance. That oh, was a, a ambulance submarine came up through the tarmac. Yeah, no, no, I know. Yeah, right. we rent those from Australia. <laughs> carry on, carry and on. Uh, yeah, so. That was it. That it wasn't that an ambulance couldn't get through. I mean, ambulances can get through traffic. I imagine an ambulance can get through stationary traffic quite a bit easier than it can get through moving traffic. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. If it's 
if they, you know, people move, which I imagine they probably would, because... Except in Gateshead today, I drove past, an ambulance had its blues on, and there's a taxi just didn't move. <laughs> just oh. a set of traffic lights, just didn't fucking move. Now, can I say something what confuses me? Go on, then. Because I've um, been following a lot of protests for a long time, mm. and I've seen from when people used to handcuff them stuff to or glue themselves to buildings. Do you remember when that was a thing? Oh, yeah. And, people, yeah, and yeah, then the police, yeah, yeah. if they weren't glued, would grab them and put them into a van. Sure. What's the difference between those protests? I don't understand why the police are leaving them. Well, they're not anymore. They're not anymore. I saw a video today. The the people on the M25 sat down to protest and the police basically dragged them off by the hair. Like, they full on just, they didn't even entertain it. I think, perhaps, given the climate, given the um, the new protest bill that the, the government has been trying to put through which means that people who cause annoyance during protests can be prosecuted and jailed for up to 10 years um what's terrifying uh, yeah, which is hor- which they're is, which feeding is, into yeah, which is horrifying yes um i think the, the potentially that you know senior officers in the force concerned i don't know this for sure but i would just i'm wagering that they were like right let's play this very very carefully you know because if we go in there straight away and start cracking skulls and dragging people off all that's going to do is feed into the narrative that people aren't allowed to protest anymore and that's going to be more political ammo for people to use against the police so maybe we leave them and let them do their protest for a little while and then once we decide that enough is enough we'll start moving them on and that's that is exactly what they've started doing yeah they've started they have started just breaking up the protest sometimes before they even sit down um, but I think as well, the public who are being held up by the protests are becoming more and more, like you say, annoyed and emboldened. And I did see one video of there was uh, some pe- blokes got out of a car, out of a van, went, grabbed the, the placards and the signs and stuff and were dragging them off. So I think the, by the police now deciding, okay, we're going to be the ones to move them off, then it's kind of trying to stop an even bigger incident from occurring. So yeah, I think maybe when they were starting out, they go, okay, we'll leave them be for a little while, and now it is causing, like you say, a lot of disruption. And I'm, I don't know if this is true, but I kind of, when you look at the math, then maybe yeah, it probably is true. By holding up all the traffic on the M25, they are in fact causing more pollution because you've got stationary vehicles who are just churning CO2 up into the atmosphere. The will now be sitting there for a lot longer than they would be they would be they'd be on for longer than their journey right yeah if your journey is if your journey down the m25 is like say an hour and you end up sitting for three and a half four hours because the protests held it up then that's two extra hours that your two three extra hours that your car is going to be on for which is entirely detrimental to the aims of the organization <laughs> i don't know i think Yes, disruption needs to happen in order for causes like that because they have been so readily ignored. Um, but like you say, I agree with the aims, not necessarily the means. Yes. Like also, the police didn't need any new rules to stop them. And yeah, uh, Section 137 of the Highways Act of 1980, uh, it's a criminal offence to obstruct a highway. Yeah, so exactly. See, I have no issue with the people protesting against McDonald's. You block their entrance. Cause that's that's, your that, cause. that's not a highway. Yeah, yeah. that's that's, that's, that's a cause. That's your thing. Yes, it's disrupting a little bit, but people can still get on their lives. Most and, people. And who's that going to hurt? The company. The company blocking the M25. That's going to hurt the people. The companies who these people work for will just not pay them because they didn't go to work. Or fire them. Or fire them for not being at work. It's as simple as that. And I get, I did see one of the one of the uh, women involved in the protest was like, "This is how we we have to do it. The economy is is hurting, and that's the only way that the people listen." Yeah, the economy is hurting anyway. Like the people on low incomes, people who will be held up in these protests are already down on the bones of their ass. Blocking the M twenty five isn't going to stop the big companies making any money. It's not going to stop the big companies dumping fucking what, what, what was that thing that, that um i'm sure it was in the papers recently that the uk are now going to be dumping fucking chemical waste into the sea again 
Oh, lovely. Yeah, I'm sure that was a thing that happened as well. Uh, the government signed off on allowing some kind of <laughs> waste to be just dumped into the ocean. Um, yeah, blocking the M25 isn't gonna isn't gonna affect that. All it's gonna do is, like you say, end up turning people against the protesters, which. And it's not just them. It's if I guarantee this will affect other similar movements. Like mm. to be fair, like with certain sections of the population, groups like Extinction Rebellion weren't very popular anyway. And people like to be fair, you thought it was the same thing. People drove up into the same group. They're yeah. really the same people. Yeah. What, 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 what I've seen them called the Green Extreme, is what I've seen right wing commentators calling uh, Extinction Rebellion and anti Britain. Because I mean, they are, their methods are extreme. They have to be. Do you remember when Greenpeace were considered extreme? Yeah, yeah, they were like they had a boat. Yeah, it was had a banner on a boat. Felt ba- pretty extreme. Banner on a boat and used to fucking disrupt whaling. Um, but yeah, they. God, were, how dare they? Uh, oh. Um, but yeah, they were considered uh, extremists, extreme environmentalists. But I don't know. I think I don't know what Greenpeace is doing now. Is it centristic environmentalists? <laughs> I was going to say they're still, they, they're still they're around. What Greenpeace? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah they, um, uh, yeah, oh, they still they, they still have their they still have a boat. I'm sure they're again they're doing yeah, that thing. Well, is it the, 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 the Rainbow Warrior? Yeah, is, uh, is there's their, a big one. There's a particular type of fishing that like trawler is it trawler fishing where they like the nets that scrape um, the bottom of the there's trawler fishing is sane fishing that yeah. they don't like yeah. um the they're particularly targeting russia's oil drilling in the arctic mm-hmm. this is certainly in the last like three years i haven't been to glastonbury in two years so i haven't actually uh <laughs> experienced uh, that's where, that's, that's where you get your green piece oh, they've got a whole field there oh, they? they've got a stage and uh is it, is it green um it's it's a mixture of colors <laughs> they've also got a skating area in that but that's quite good uh, here's me thinking you were like one of these you know you were an activist and you were out there getting I, fired I, out of a cannon towards oil drills is that how they do it? I don't know. I get they 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 only recruit from nineteen uh, seventies circuses. <laughs> <laughs> See, I'm just in uh, like I agree with so many of these causes, but I'm so like reluctant to protest them myself. Like there was some we did some protests. We were on the f- we support a lot of the protests going on, like mm-hmm. the youth movement. I loved what they did with things, but uh, the way they their message and their way of doing it, I thought was brilliant. And the difference here is that kind of protest, I'm going to get you arrested. Yeah. Like, the kind of protest, and I think you are entitled to protest, but I do not have the life where I can afford to have a criminal record. Mm. Yeah, there's protesting and there's protesting. Um, I, I think they've gone too far can with I their actions. Play devil's so advocate. Go on, then. Did people say the same about the suffragettes? They probably did. They probably yeah, remember did. The, but again, again, the suffragettes, they were involved in bombing campaigns as well. Mm-hmm. They, I think if the suffragettes were a thing happening now under the current kind of uh, laws and regime and what have you, I would say probably the suffragettes would be considered a terrorist organization. Yeah. In the same way that the IRA were and a terrorist when, organization. And we rightfully view them as heroes. Exactly. I'm not saying terrorists are heroes, not at all. No, I do no, not no, want no. that on the thing but the suffragettes they were yeah. but that's why i'm torn on it i think it's a it's a weird thing it, it is really weird like but would the suffragettes have blocked the motorway or would they have been a bit more attacking downing street no, directly blowing up politicians house? predated the motorway yeah like now would they yeah but that um, have been a pro- but to be fair, has anyone done this before? Is this, this going to be a thing? I mean, there was the suffragettes. They like what was the there was the the one that threw herself in front of the king's horse. Mm-hmm. Yes, you know what I mean. No, that's again that was that was her. They smashed windows. Yeah. They were plots to blow up politicians. Yes. Um, yeah, they targeted politicians. Emily Davison. Yes. Yes. Davison or Pankhurst? Who's Pankhurst? No, Emily Pankhurst was. Is that someone else? Was he the yes. one in charge of the movement? She was very 
big in the movement uh, did not throw herself in front of a horse. Sure. Okay. Um, um, but yeah, I yeah, like you say, the the what the the struggle at the time. What what did the public think of the suffragettes? Did the public support the bombings? Did the public support the violence? I don't know. It, I mean, we what ha- became we common to that? Like, what we made we, that? Actually, I've just looked at this. Um, the Wikipedia page for Emmeline Pankhurst says uh, the opening line is uh, Emmeline Pankhurst was an English political activist and terrorist. Ah, I mean, they do. So, you know, there is that uh, that saying: one man's freedom fighter is another yeah, man's exactly. terrorist. Yeah. They don't mention women there because they were. Uh, didn't listen to the suffragettes mm, yeah. um but yeah it's let's see how history remembers this yeah time. i think that's 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 the thing that's going to happen uh, so the the way to measure it is will any change be achieved by what insulate britain are doing on the m25 and how will history view them i don't think it's going to be i don't think it's i don't think it's going to bring about any change to be perfectly honest with you no um and I don't think history will view them anything other than annoyance, which I'll be honest, I don't think history will remember them. Probably not, considering I didn't know who they were. I thought the Extinction Rebellion. Um, but it's interesting that you're talking about like I fully supported everything Extinction Rebellion did when they had the protest down in London, right? But there's maybe a part of me that really supported them because my day wasn't ruined by them. <laughs> <laughs> Like they were down in London. They were in London. They were far away from me. Nothing. They did anything. They did. They could glue themselves to trains, or they could cell tape themselves to helicopters, or you know. Oh God! Imagine. Whatever, whatever, whatever they flying did. Flying ambulances. Yeah, flying ambulances. It still didn't affect me sitting in my house or going to work or doing anything. So I was like, "Yeah, these guys are mint. Leave them alone." However, if I'd been there stuck on the train for an hour and a half while they unglued a bloke and I was on my way to work or something, I probably would have been really fucked off with them. Well, it's Yeah, the only experience I've had with them directly was uh, also at uh, Glastonbury Festival. Oh. And uh, were, they, were they nice? Uh, I mean, yeah, they were... Uh, it wasn't really a protest. It was more of a celebration. Oh. Because... It's a festival. I think that a good piece. comparison would be, you know, when you're on a train and this happened to me the other day and someone like sadly jumps in front of the train mm-hmm. and your train's delayed and I'm listening to the people on the train. I wasn't in a hurry. Yeah. I was just going home. I had like a, like, it was like my buffer day. I thought I'd give my buffer day so I can go home and then I'm at work the following day. And uh, people were swearing and the, and all sorts and they went, well, if they're going to do this, they're selfish. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. so-and-so is incursing this poor person. He's throwing themselves in front of a train. At the moment, there's any kind of inconvenience to you. That's when... That's when people start to care, unfortunately. Yeah. yeah. Um, I remember that happened. That, that actually happened on my stag do. We were in Durham. We went to get the train home from Durham, and uh, we were told there was going to be no more trains coming out of Durham because somebody had thrown themselves on the tracks. So it, it kind of it put a little bit of a a downer on the whole Yeah, trip. yeah. But it was okay because we just went and got the bus. Oh. so you know, problem solved. And uh, but now, now you got the bus and the motorway blocked. Now the motorway is going to be blocked. It's going to be yeah. But yeah, no. I like you say history. History will decide how it remembers the insulated Britain elderly people i don't think it's going to be positive though somehow and i find it like like you say i find it very very annoying that i'm agreeing with right-wing fucks oh i hate it i think what we'd i've never been more annoyed at myself for agreeing with it when i started and what they stand for just not the way they did it yes the ends do the ends justify the means again History will decide. It's not for us to decide. Three men in an office in Gosford. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> drinking coffee. Well, I'm drinking coffee. You're drinking water. I know. But oh, I forgot about my coffee. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I finished mine. I just have foam now. Oh, well, you Ugh. finished your coffee. Should we finish the podcast? Oh, yeah, yeah. I tell you what, this, this has kept its, uh, its foam very well. Can you describe the foam? I don't think the listeners can see it. 
We're white. <laughs> white and frothy. A bit like uh, ruining classes. If you're a podcaster and you've run out of content, you too can talk about coffee. <laughs> <laughs> I know, you I mean, you, you won't have heard this, but uh, we were pissing ourselves laughing at the fucking tracks just before we started the podcast because we thought they were funny. I mean... That's how long it's been hey, since we've had any kind you of... You never know... John's editing it. He might put he it might in. Stick a couple of bits in a little little tear. It's all recorded. But uh, yes, I think we will finish up there. This Let's has find been, out this if we been, have an extra scene yes, added. This has been very John very pleasant. Listens. Very nice to sit and catch up and shoot the shit. I believe people refer to it as. Um, yeah. Thank you for listening, everybody who is listening. Uh, everybody in Columbus, Ohio. Oh yes. yes. Thank well, you for your continued you. patronage. Um, please get in Anyone, touch. Yeah, if if you are in Columbus, Ohio, and are listening, um, thank you. We appreciate it. You're our biggest three viewers, yeah. listeners, listeners. Yeah, yeah. and, and if feel free viewers, to contact quite worried. Uh, you can have anything for free from our merch store. Yeah, yeah, including or our merch store is also known Nut as Hatch in Alan's the Forest. House. Yeah, Alan will send you a signed Nut Hatch in the Forest. <sighs> Not the photo, just the actual Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Nuthatch is one word. Mm. Is Nuthatch the bird? Is yes, that a type of bird? Is a type of I bird. thought it was two words. I thought it was like the hatch of a nut. No. Oh, no, it's... I don't care anymore. The hatch of a nut. <laughs> the hatch of a nut. But I thought you had captured some beautiful moment in nut hatching. A nut, oh, hatch. a nut hatching. That's why I was so intrigued. <laughs> what? That's why I was intrigued. Oh, what the hell is this nut hatch? I had questions. Now I know that nut hatch is a bird and it's in the forest. I'm less intrigued. Sorry, Alan. Highly commended. So, it deserves so what it. What would hatch Does out it? of a nut? I don't know. Maybe the nut itself is hatching. What about you know when you crack open a conker? Could you say that the, the conker is hatching? Yes, you probably could. See? Questions. <laughs> questions. That name had questions. Now that I know there's no space between uh, the nut and hatch, I don't care anymore. Yeah, no, it, it's a type of bird. Yeah. Alan will send you a signed bird in a forest. <laughs> <laughs> Just the bird, not Just the photo. The bird, not the photo. And on that Just note, yeah. let's oh, end this. <laughs> Please. Yes, uh, thank you for listening. Uh, you can listen to us where you're listening to us now and other places that exist that podcasts are hosted on and you can also follow us on twitter and on facebook so yeah well i mean not on fair i haven't posted anything on facebook for a while i've not posted on twitter for a while i post on twitter recently but yeah anyway yes you can find us there uh if you're from columbus ohio please give us a nudge and we will uh send you something we free will from actually Alan's send house. you something like i'm looking at a collection of books yeah. But I'm sure Alan won't mind giving away. Uh, leather, those aren't leather, books. Those are maps. Well, maps. You can have maps and, uh, you know, cables. Anything Alan has in the house it's, it's, is, it's is, a is yours. It's a group of A to Zs. I really want to actually lay them out and yeah. see if they or all if, line up. Or if you're a really big fan and you want to, like, pay for us to come over and do a live free crack in Columbus, Ohio. We'll do it. We'll do it. You have to pay for it, but we'll do it. I mean, we'll have to wait until, like, November because, uh, yeah, that's another thing that happened in the news. Yeah. Reopening US to Britain. Yes, how exciting. But uh, yes, so you sort that out, Columbus, as a as a city. You figure that out and then we'll make it happen. Okay, thank you for listening. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Bye.